0: Which shares crashing, doing a repeat of the last earnings, down 20% plus right now. Let's bring in George, get his thoughts here. Uh, GT, it seems to me the jugular in this report is not a bad thing. In fact, the jugular to me is that they are free cash flow positive, expect to be in fiscal 22, and will be so going forward that you can make that type of announcement that you are cementing your role in the marketplace and your stock crashes 20% tells me people are jumping off the growth train.
1: Yeah, I think it's the same, I'm not gonna say it's the same situation as Facebook, very similar. Yes, similar. Facebook had a problem with uh, with top line sales growth. And so we're seeing that here again for Netflix, you can see that global, excuse me, Q2 global paid subscriptions or net ads are, are gonna be negative going forward, that's where their growth was. That's where Netflix was going to shine. I think the same thing happened to Facebook. Top line sales and user growth started to decline. So we can also see that seems to be encumbering Netflix. It's it's free cash flow positive, much like Facebook. It has essentially the objective of profitability going forward, but overall top line sales uh, don't necessarily look like they're very promising going forward. And so that's why it's down a lot. And I think you make a good point. The free cash flow is a good sign considering the expensive nature of its business uh, in terms of the cost of Good sold. But overall, we can see that it's, uh, it's down.
0: Yeah, uh, <clears throat> really brutal when they say that next quarter they're going to lose subscribers again uh, by uh, yeah. the tune of 2 million. I mean, they're just shedding mm-hmm. them. I, I mean... It's- people just jump and ship? Too expensive? I mean, is this a consumer read, George? Should we be worried?
1: Well, it's a consumer read for North America. I I would suggest that's what's going on, but they are offsetting that with pricing power. And I think that's also indicative of why free cash flow positivity is going forward. So pricing power in the United States is intact. I, I suggest that the revenue growth in the United States, because of the pricing power, is increasing but the net global ads, the subscriptions in the global marketplace, that's essentially where the trajectory of growth going forward for Netflix was or is hoped to have been. And it looks like again, they're actually seeing the net paid addition, seeing a negative two million versus expectations, which are positive, it looks like two and a half million. So that's a huge miss on the global net ad uh position for Netflix. And I think that's why we're seeing such a sell-off. But again, you know, you brought free cash flow, that's indicative of the fact that they are offsetting cost of goods sold, the expensive nature of their capital requirements, their, uh, uh, of course, intellectual capital, their their own, uh, own branded basically uh, framework of, of, of video, that's expensive, they're offsetting that because of higher prices in North America, but now the next phase of growth is globally, and I think that's where it's stuck uh, going forward, but again, uh, you know, we're seeing this sort of challenge in subscriptions-based services, whether it's social media or Netflix, in this case for streaming media, uh, being challenged. And that's really a North American issue, and it's a global growth-based company. But again, uh, this is a quarter in which they have the uh, the objective of net subscribers for global growth declining, and that's where we're seeing a challenge.
0: Okay, uh, all right, really tough, George. And on the flip side, I think that speaks to the macro environment right now, You're actually much better off in old IBM this afternoon, uh, slightly higher, nothing uh, powerful. uh, 8% revenue is uh, a high single digit, nothing compared to the high octane growth from uh, cloud leaders over the last couple of years. But for IBM, suddenly maybe that stability and uh, as uh, what the market is interested in. The stock hasn't really gone anywhere in about a year, but- it's better than uh, Netflix can say. Well,
1: yeah. So yeah, the, here's the thing. The reason it hasn't gone anywhere for a year is its payout ratio in terms of dividend. OJ was right around where its earnings was. Now going forward, it's about sixty-five percent payout ratio. The the overall earnings of the company, at least in the last four quarters, excluding the recent quarter, which came in around it looks like a dollar forty a share was around $6.50. And so going forward, earnings are expected to be around $9.50. This quarter, in fact, which they beat, as you can see, and it's being rewarded after hours uh, at $14.24 billion, is down relative to last quarter. That's not a bad thing when you consider what they did, as a company they spot off their, their IT services infrastructure business, Kindrel. And that's the reason why top line sales were down year over year, as well as relative to the previous quarter. Again, not bad when you're spinning off a business, but here's the kicker. If you look at cash from operations, $3.2 billion. now that's just a big number. But overall, when you compound that relative to the last four quarters, that's equivalent to essentially this quarter, the entire year's worth of free cash from operations. That's excluding the spinoff. That's a good sign. And with that said, that's why we're seeing the stock higher. Okay.
0: All right, uh, so uh, IBM not exactly blowing the doors off uh, with this growth, but uh, pretty good by its own standards. And uh, earnings, uh, you know, the beat, sales beat. If we're in a market where double beats pay off, then I think all is well in the world. You can't complain about that too much. Just a a classic uh, response. Uh, All right, George, appreciate it. Thanks for the earnings analysis, GT.
1: Glad to have you here this afternoon.